You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. In Life Repurposed, I will be sharing three things each time I do a podcast or a video. I'll be talking about um, just some everyday tips, things that you can use in your everyday life or something I've observed, maybe a reminder about a way that you can take care of yourself. And then I'll also be sharing a before and after project or some sort of repurposing, trash to treasure, something fun and creative that I've either done or I've discovered that someone else has done and I'd like to share. The other thing that I'll be sharing is resources, either books or websites or other things that I find that I think can help you in your everyday life. So welcome, I'm happy to have you here for Life Repurposed. Let's get started with talking about our inspired life and making time for self-care. I wanna ask you the question, how often do you make time for yourself? How often do you take a little time out, give yourself some time to relax, read a book, take a bath, go somewhere with friends, whatever it is you like to do to unwind. I'm wondering how often you do that. Sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to do that because we feel guilty when we do that. And so I wanna encourage you to see this as not me time so much as the self-centered focused me time, but as something that when you invest in makes you a better person for the people who are in your life. So that might be your kids, your coworkers, your husband, your friends, maybe just for you. It's important to see that taking time for you is not selfish. Not too long ago, I had the first massage that I've had in a really long time. And I was, I was driving there, I was thinking about um, just feeling guilty, like I shouldn't be taking this time out of my day. Um, I shouldn't be spending the money on this. I shouldn't be, shouldn't be, shouldn't be. And then I got to really thinking that this is something that's really important for me. First off, I sit at a computer a lot, so um, my muscles needed it anyway. But sometimes we just need to take that downtime. And so that self-care can be the thing that leads you to be healthier. Um, sometimes it's just taking time for me to discover something new. And that means being quiet. And that means sitting and listening. And so I start my day with reading my Bible. And I love to use my coloring Bible because it allows me to slow down a little bit and to just look at some of the doodles that are there and color them. And that gives me some thinking time. So I start off my day that way. But throughout the day, I also look for opportunities to learn something new or take a quiet moment. So that might mean reading something meaningful that I find on the internet. It might mean listening to some music. It might mean a podcast, something that's encouraging. So I love to do that because that is important to make time for. Um, the other thing that I also include in my self-care is eating healthy and finding some space for exercise. And that can be another thing that we also push to the back burner because we think we don't have enough time in the day. And so it's really important that I take that time to either get on the elliptical or go for a walk or call up a friend and go for a walk or something like that and to include that. And then the other thing that takes time is prepping and eating healthy meals. And so I've looked for ways that I can find some shortcuts and just so that I'm feeding myself the best thing that I can, but also um, 
seeing that as an important thing and not something I have to do, but something I want to do. So I want you to think about in your own life, what are you doing to make time for self-care? If you could make the time, what would you love to do more of? What refreshes you and makes you feel nourished, really feels like you're restored? For some people, that's being with a few friends. For other people, that's being alone. And I'm an introvert, so it is being alone for me. If I spend too much time with people, I really need to have that downtime where I have a day where I'm out on the back deck and not really doing a whole lot, maybe writing letters to friends or something, but just quiet. Do you feel guilty when you take time for self-care? Is it something that you just need to work on changing the way you think so that you will accept that taking care of yourself is important and that it isn't just about taking care of the other people in your life? So the question I want to ask is, what is one thing you could do this week that would help you to begin the habits of self-care? As we think about life repurposed, I want to talk today about broken things. In the future issues, I'll be sharing some um, before and after projects, but today I wanted to share why it is I love broken things so much and why it is I wrote a book called The Repurposed and Upcycled Life. I like to see things that have been redeemed from a trash heap or from somebody's basement or somebody's backyard. I love to take things that were broken or unused and show that they still have a purpose. I started out blogging on TrashToTreasureDecorating.com. It was just a fun way of taking some of my own garage sale things and featuring them. So I did painting projects and techniques and pictures of before and after and just shared some fun stuff. Along the way, I realized that it also could be something that was a metaphor for life, that there was a deeper meaning there, that sometimes some of the things that we don't love about life and some of the experiences that we would consider trashy are things that also bring some of the most beauty. I want to read a quote for you that was in the new Anne of Green Gables, Anne with an E. I've loved Anne of Green Gables since I was a little girl. I read all the books, then um, one TV series came out, then another one, and now Anne with an E. Uh, I just saw myself so much connecting and relating to Anne, so I really loved it. But this quote is from the new one. It says, I think broken things have such a sad beauty. After years of stories and triumph and tragedy infused into them, they can be much more romantical than new things that haven't lived at all. Isn't that really the way life is sometimes? That the broken things and the things that at first we might not love so much are actually the things that have a bigger story. And for me, as somebody who has faith as a big part of my life, I see that God offers us an exchange of hope for brokenness beauty in place of the ashes that would go along with mourning, that he gives us something to look forward to in life where there's nothing to look forward to if there is nothing eternal after this earth. And so for me, it really is about how my faith connects to the before and after things I love. Our life can be a beautiful before and after. And so if you're somebody who's listening or watching today, or maybe you um, have read the blog, 
I want you to think about what is broken in your life that feels hopeless. And I want you to think about how that very thing might be a source of joy. Sometimes it's a show on TV that reminds me of that. Sometimes it's somebody's blog post. Sometimes it's a craft project I work on myself. And sometimes it's sitting across from somebody at a coffee shop and just sitting and hearing their story and drinking coffee and discovering that they want a message of hope. And so that's what I offer in the writing that I do and in the projects that I share. And so our Trash to Treasure feature today is about broken things. My question for you is what's broken in your life that you wish you could wipe away? What's hurting in your life that you wish you could fix? What thing would you wipe out of your story if you could? Are you willing to look for something beautiful in the middle of it? If so, I invite you to discover the repurposed and upcycled life. Check in at michellerayburn.com and see some of the other posts there and other resources that are available if you're looking for ways that you can discover life repurposed. This week's recommended reading comes from a book that I received for review. And that book is The Ministry of Ordinary Places by Shannon Martin. It's a book that tells Shannon's story. And the reason I'm sharing it as a resource for you is that I think it's a perfect example of somebody who was living a life that seemed comfortable and cushioned and she woke up and realized that there was more to life than just doing things for me. Now I started off this broadcast talking about doing things for you, which is very important. And here's the balance in this resource. In seeing that by doing something taking care of yourself, investing in yourself with your time, you also have more to pour out to other people. And in ordinary ways, you don't have to be doing some big, huge thing. You don't have to be part of a, a national movement or a big ministry or in something that even necessarily takes you outside of your home. You can invest in ordinary ministry in everyday life in so many places. I love how Shannon Martin tells her story about how life got really messy when she began to live it with a focus on other people. Shannon Martin uh, also blogs and I follow her on Instagram and on Facebook and she tells more of her story so you can look her up there. And one of the things that I love about her book is that it's full of God examples but not full of big theological terms. And if you're somebody who's like not even really sure about the whole God thing, I encourage you to read her book because I think it will change your perspective on Christian people. Sometimes we've been hurt. Some of those hurts you're thinking about and what I just talked about might have come from people who claim to be followers of Jesus and that isn't the way life is supposed to go. Ministry of Ordinary Places talks about how God isn't for the elite people and Jesus didn't come for people who grew up in church. He came for broken people. And if you're a broken person, he offers hope. So I encourage you to go to um, the blog post to get the link. Go to michellerayburn.com. And actually, you can go to michellerayburn.com slash one. And that will bring you right to the issue that goes along with episode one. And you will be able to click on the link for that resource and any other resources or links that I have in there. So it's basically the show notes. You'll find those there. I review books not because I'm obligated to give a favorable review. I look at them objectively 
Ministry of Ordinary Place. This happens to be one that I gave five stars to, and I don't give out five stars very often, so I'm telling you I really love this book. It's just releasing, so now is the time, if you want to get Shannon's book, to get on that list for the pre-order. So that was the first episode of Life Repurposed. I hope that you enjoy future episodes that you follow along. You can go to michellerayburn.com and you can sign up to get an email every time there's a new episode. You'll be able to get the video, a link to the audio, and even a YouTube link if you love that even more. So um, I encourage you to go there and sign up. Um, it's been fun talking to you. I hope that you become my online friend and you find me on Instagram or find me on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you like to hang out. I would love to say hi. Give me a shout out and say something back. Tell me something about your life. Tell me how I can pray for you. I would love to do that. So that's all for today. I hope you come back next time. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com.